ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. What a beautiful Sunday morning. I want to bless God for your life. I want to thank God for making it possible for you to be a part of this encounter, this experience. And I I have no doubt that God has something special for you today. And wherever you are, you can lift up your hands and just thank Him. Just thank Him. We must not be ungrateful we must constantly let god know that we appreciate what he does for us just lift your hands and thank him for this morning thank him for the gift of life thank him for health thank him for strength thank him for his blessings we thank you lord we thank you lord we are grateful to you for the blessing for the privilege we are grateful to you for gathering us today around your word around your presence around your power just just bless him just bless him just bless him just thank god just thank god for everything whatever you can you can you can remember whatever the holy spirit brings to your remembrance as as a work of god in your life as a blessing of god in your life thank him for it this morning Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I, I want us this morning, for just a short time, to pray what I consider and what I've learned from my pastor to be the best prayer you can pray. Wow. Do you want to know the best prayer you can pray as a Christian? The best prayer. We are about to pray the best prayer today. And uh, um, I'm reading from the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. And uh, it is in verse 2 that Jesus taught us to pray. And uh, when he taught us to pray, he said we should say, Our Father which art in heaven. I'm reading from the second verse. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Blessing the Lord for who he is, his kingdom. That's how to pray. We've just done that. We've just thanked him for, 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 for life. We've thanked him for his works. We've thanked him for his mighty works in our lives. And, and that's how we pray. You don't just you know, go to God and speak. You know, Jesus gave us the order. Then comes what I believe is the prayer. Look, when you are not sure what to pray about... 
Pray this one. When you don't know what to say, pray this one. And what is the, this one? What is the, this one? It is, Thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. The newer translations will say, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Wow! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the prayer to pray. This is the prayer to pray. Anybody who prays this prayer is announcing to God, to the world, and to himself that he is not in charge, he is not in control of his life, and that God is in control. There is, not, I mean, there is nothing that is more powerful for your life than the will of God. And you will, you, will, you, you will realize as you grow up in Christ that your battles will be battles to enforce the will of God. You will discover that as you go on, other wills will be forcing their way into your life. There are many believers whose lives are a product of the will of something else. The will of a man. The will of an enemy. Sometimes it is their own will. What they are is who they want themselves to be. But ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that the way of a man is not in himself. The way of a man is not in himself. It is very, very important that we come to that place where we know that we lack the ability to determine the next step to take. That's why Jesus said, when you pray, when you go to God and you are praying, ha, make sure that this becomes, and, and, and this is after, you know, hallowing God and so on. The first thing is your will be done. Because there are devils that want to enforce their will into our lives. There are, there, are, there, are, there are circumstances, there are entities, there are powers that want to displace God's will. The best place to be in life is not in New York. The best place to be in life is not in uh, Jowulu. The best place to be in life is not in Milan. The best place to be in life is not in your husband's bedroom. The best place to be in life, ladies and gentlemen, is a place called the will of God. When you are there, you are safe. When you are there, you are relaxed. When you are there, there is no pressure because there is nothing higher for your life than the will of God. And this morning, I want you to know that that is what we must constantly enforce in our lives. Otherwise, other wills will take over our lives. And as soon as any other will takes over your life, your life, the quality of your life drops and keeps dropping till you are nothing. Lift your hands this morning if you can, ladies and gentlemen. And I want us to just pray and ask God to let his will be done. Masatima Kotalaba. Just pray and say, Lord, in my life, in my life, in my ministry, in my marriage, in my family, in my, in my, in my education, in my life, let your will be done. 
Masande Kalian Dazata, Maradaza Bayanda La Kakaba, Lesan Dalaba, Yandalaba, Bababa. Pray, pray, pray that the will of God will be done. Pray and enforce the will of God. Masandalaba, Imosandalaba, Shabbat de Kamayan Dalababa, Razini Mazonde Karyanda, Azamayan Dalababa, Lord, your will, 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 let it be done, Lord. Isuma Kimbalabasata, Imazian Dalababa, Latuma, Mandila, Mandala, Mandala, Imamayanda, Lambrazimayanda, Limazike, Balabazandalaba, Imasanda, Ya, Kebalaba, let it be done, Lord. Let it be done continually. Maki Mosatala Baba. Continually, continually, by day, by night. May Sotamalanda Lababa enforce God's will. I tell you, enforce God's will. Enforce God's will. Shamanimo Zanda. Krengaga, Krengaga Zanda Lababa. Lamaziminiman. Yamayandala Baba. Labazimayandala Baba. La Baba Yandala Baba, La Mazinda La Baba, La Baba, La Mama, Ma Yandala Your will, Your will, Your will, Your will, Your will, Your will, Lord. 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 La Mama, Mama, La Baba, La Mama, Ima Zima, Damala Baba, Le Kababa, Le Sando. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I, I, I want you to turn your Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 10. Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse number 23. It says, O Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. The will of God. I said the will of God. The, the Amplified Bible says, I know that the path of life of a man is not in himself. In himself. It's not in you. The path of life. The way that will lead you to life. The life of God, life as God has planned it, is not in you. There is no education that will confer that power to you. There's no level of intelligence. There's no level. Many have wrecked their destinies trying to lead themselves. Destroy their lives. Destroy their marriages. Destroy their destinies. Destroy their families. In trying to use because there are other wills. There are other wills. There are, there are, there are other powers that want to manifest themselves in you. Yes, but Jesus said, when you pray, enforce God's will. Otherwise, somebody's will will be done. Or your own will will be done. And your own will will not give you life. I said, your own ideas will not give you... It's in English, yeah. I don't know if... You, it's a, 
Oh Lord, the amplified version of Jeremiah 10, 23. I know that the path of life of a man is not in himself. The path of life of a man, Masatalaba, is not in himself. The, the, the living Bible says, Oh Lord, I know it is not within the power of man to map his life and plan his course. Sotakababa. To map his life and plan his course. It's, it's not in you. It's not in you. That is why the devil will constantly portray and portend those who are believers, who trust God. He, he, he presents them to the world as idiots, as, as, as people of very low intelligence. Because that is how he can get you to guide your own life. So, 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 so people who are Christians who believe in God, who talk about God's will, who say that, well, if God, if God wills, or people who quote the scriptures, the well, some of you yourself, you see those people as, as, as some weaklings, people who lack inner fortitude. But ladies and gentlemen, the man who trusts God is the stronger one. I said, the man who trusts God is the wiser one. The man who trusts God is the more intelligent one. He said, and I'll take it again from the Living Bible. He said, I know it is not within the power of man to map his life. The map of your life is not in you. And to chart his course, the course of your life. You go here, when you are 16, you travel. When you are 28, you go here. And when you are 30, you settle down. Settle down at 30. Who taught you that? God must guide you. God must guide you. I want you to lift up your two hands now and override. We are overriding our will. We are overriding our, 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 our own ideas. We are overriding our own plans. And we are, we are, we are superimposing the will of God. We are superimposing the, 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 the plan of God. We are superimposing the purposes of God for yourself, for your children, for your life, for your husband, for your wife, for whatever it is that is in your life. God's will, God's will, God's will. Begin to pray right now. Atuna Maliande Zita. Ratisamanda, Imbrimalola, Labe Cabozana, Cabre Cabozana, She Mandia, Imalababa, Imalababara Baba, Imalababa, Imariandalababa, Imazandalababa, E Masitolobo, Le Mazandalaba, Le Bababa, Imama Mama, La Mama Mama, Le Katuma mama 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 ah masuni ni mama your will your will your will your will override 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 my will with your will do it lord put aside my ideas remove it lord let your will be done let your plans be done let your will be done shatalaba listen listen to this one the message bible the message bible is beautiful it says, and I, I enjoy it. It says, I know. I know, God, that mere mortals can't run their own lives. That men and women don't have what it takes to take charge of life. 
So correct us, God, as you see best. Don't lose your temper. That will be the end of us. Yes. Don't lose your temper. That will be the end of us. That men and women don't have what it takes. Sadimosh Adar. Rabababa. They don't have what it takes to take charge of life. Lift your hands and begin to pray again and say, Lord, this morning, this week, this year, my plans, my future, my wedding, my engagement, my marriage, my plans, my plans, my plans, my plans, my plans. I subject them to your will, Lord. I subject them to your will, Lord. I subject my plans to your will, Lord. Shadian Dolobosa. Lift your hands and pray as we as we end this time of prayer. Azian Dele Baba, thy will be done. Thy will be done in my life. 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 Hey, Masunde Rebosha. Hey, Mama Yandala Baba. Hey, Mama Baba. What you want must be done. I step aside, Lord. I step aside, Lord. What you want must be done. What you want must be done. Adiso de Mahande. Adiso de Mahande. Your will, your will, your will, your will, your will, your will, Lord. Hey, Maziando Lobosa. Ashataba. Ashataba. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We thank you. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Just lift your hands and thank him. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Masatala Baba. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing. Well, it's testimony time. Oh, I didn't hear your shout. I said it is testimony time. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life god so loved us all there are many things that we do there are many ways that we go wrong we a lot of a lot of us have past lives but because he loves us so much his love is able to cover all our sin and make a way for us it is my prayer this morning that through through this testimony it is also going to make a way for you that the love of god is also going to come your way and make a way for you in the name of jesus amen well this morning our testimony is coming from our brother from the brigade region his name is tom mara and this is his testimony he says i thank god for his grace and for his great love towards me this testimony is about my great change I'm a Sierra Leonean who now lives in Ghana I was caught up in the era of the war for 11 years he said I was born in war at the age of 8 I began to smoke weed 
I was a very heavy smoker. By 11, I was taught how to use a gun. He said, I used to work with one of the groups at a checkpoint. They taught me how to load a gun, how to change the bullets, how to shoot. And I always used to check when anyone was going in and out of our borders. I started dealing in drugs by the age of 13. I found my way in Malaysia dealing with drugs. He said, while in Malaysia, I got into trouble with the police and they wanted to deport me. I had no money. I found a way to make it all the way to Nigeria. I didn't stay long in Nigeria and then I moved to Ghana. When I got to Ghana, I kept on living this bad life. I was stealing. I was into drugs again. I had a drug lord I was working under. He asked me to begin to sell the drugs in churches. Say, hey. Say, hey. As if all the places in the world are not enough. Now, the central and focal point of the drug lord was the church. So I asked some people that used to stay around me for a church nearby. They guided me to this church. Say A again. So I made my way to church, still selling drugs. At a point, I kept on hearing the pastor constantly encouraging us to listen to the podcast, to follow Bishop Dagwood Mills. I wasn't saved. But I used to enjoy my time in church. So I began to listen to the messages. I used to play the messages while I slept at night. One day, I found myself listening to a message by Bishop Dagwood Mills on the grace of God. The message touched me so much. And I decided to give my life to Jesus that day. Can you put your hands together for the Lord? Oh, I don't hear your hand clap. Some of you are not appreciating the grace of God. You don't know what it takes for someone who was selling drugs to now find himself not only in church, but to lift up his hand and surrender to the love of God. So he said, I'm a changed man. Most of my friends from before don't believe in my transformation. Some of them still think that I'm into the things that I I used to be into. My drug lord called me not long ago and gave me an offer to go to Brazil to continue with this business. But by the grace of God. Oh, he said, by the grace of God, he turned him down because he has found Jesus Christ. And that relationship, he says, means more to him than anything else. He's now established in the church and he's building his life in the church. He's a trainee shepherd now on the way to becoming a center leader. Can you put your hands together for the Lord this morning for such a fantastic testimony? I don't know what your status. Some of you still find yourself in church. You may be in church today, but you still haven't found your way. I pray for you this morning that you find your way and that you find yourself really given to the Lord 
and really transformed. Put your hands together for such a powerful testimony and celebrate the Lord with me this morning. Amen. Shall follow you in my 
Hallelujah. Clap your hands for the Lord. What a beautiful song. What a beautiful ministration. I feel excited this morning. I think God has something very, very, very special for our lives. And uh, I feel privileged to bring you the word of God. And uh, I want you, wherever you are, to just... Close your eyes and uh, thank God for the opportunity to experience his word. Yes, pray for the opportunity to come close to his word. The opportunity to receive his word. What a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing. Pray, pray, pray. Sadan Dalabaza. Shema Mayandala Baba Lekadumazin Delebosa Father speak to me. Tell the Lord, Father speak to me. Father speak to me. Father speak to me. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This morning, I am very happy to give you the next in the series I've been preaching from this book, 
the sweet influences of the anointing. The sweet influences of the anointing. I have really enjoyed so far what the Lord has blessed us with. And I want to thank God for the life of our father, our prophet, Bishop Dagiwad Mills, for such an awesome book. The Influence. You know, this is a very important book because <laughs> this is the book that will take you beyond an ordinary life. Yes. Without this teaching, everything you do will be raw, ordinary, natural. There will be no difference between you and your next door neighbor. Hey! There will be no difference between you and the next person standing by you. That is not the will of God. No. Without the influence of the Holy Spirit, all your efforts are brutally raw and don't yield much. Yes. Without the influence of the anointing, your, 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 your life will be a low-yield life. Yes, you need to have a high-yield life. High-yield. When I was in medical school, there was, there was a, um, some pamphlet or some book or whatever we were using to study for some foreign exams, and the name was High-Yield. That says, if you use that book <laughs> for one hour, <laughs> the max you will get the max you will get it's like you you will have the high yield yeah you score very high just by one hour versus your neighbor who is reading another type of book another type of material for even three hours will end up getting 45 percent but this high yield just one hour studying of the high yield will take you to 85 percent I prophesy a high yield life for you. Oh, I said I prophesy a high yield life for you. You listen, listen. You are not allowed to be ordinary. You are not allowed to be ordinary. It's not part of your genetic code to be to be like your next door neighbor. Never. No, 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 no. At all. No. Jesus Christ said you are a city set on an hill which cannot be hid. When people are looking for you, they must look upwards. Whether it's a list of, of students who have written an exam or life, whatever, you must be up on a hill. Receive your hilltop life. As I receive your hilltop experience, you can't have a life that, is, that, that cannot be different or differentiated from your neighbor. He said a thousand shall fall at the side. 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thy dwelling place. Receive exemptions from ordinariness. You can't be ordinary. You can't be. Whether you are a shoe shine boy, you are a tomato seller, you are a trotro driver, you are a lawyer, you are a president. Whatever. Once you are a believer, you are expected to be different. A different shoemaker. I said, a different type of shoemaker. Masutaba katalababa. Rendestababa. Lenalababa. Zata. 
in America, there are many, many companies that make suits. But there's one company that has been around for over 400 years. Or over 200 years. Yes, Brooks and Brothers. They have, they have dressed over 40 U.S. presidents. They make suits. Yes, Brooks. <laughs> the, the same machine. The same singer machine. The same whatever machine. But there must be something that sets you apart. Kadalababa. We are tired of ordinary Christians. If you are a singer, there should be something about your singing that sets you apart from the next singer coming. Kara, there is enough in God to isolate you. That's it, there is enough in God to exempt you. I said there is enough in God. There is enough with God to give you your special place of prominence. Receive it one. Receive it two. Receive it three. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. That is why Jesus said in Matthew 13, and that is the opener in this book. The first verse in this book is Matthew 13, 33. So another parable spake he unto them. And what, the, what was the parable? The kingdom of heaven. Yes. Not the kingdoms of this world. I said, not the kingdoms of this world. The kingdoms of this world have, ha, ha, have got things that are just raw and natural and sensual. The kingdom of heaven is like unto living. Which a woman. This morning you are that woman. Amen. I said, this morning you are that woman. Amen. Even if you are a man, you are that woman. Amen. Which a woman took. Sooner. Karadaba. Sheikadabrandalababa. <laughs> a woman. You know, I, 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 I'm just wondering why most of the times which a man took. Which a man took. I'm just wondering why a woman. But when I read it, my mind went to something I saw yesterday. The WHO has a list of countries that are poorly managing the coronavirus pandemic. Yes. Where the, 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 the spread is explosive. About one, two, three, four, five, uh, seven or eight. Forgive me, I, I don't remember that, that number. And all of them are men. Yes, the president, the leaders of those countries are all men. Yes. And then they have also got a list of the countries that are really managing the coronavirus very well and so on. And all the leaders are women. <laughs> Receive a woman anointing. I said a woman anointing. You see, the anointing of a woman is the anointing to manage. I, I was surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> All of them were men. They have mismanaged their <laughs> problems. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. I thank God that a woman can also take something. Oh, if you are here, you are a little girl, you are a young girl, you are a 30-year-old girl, you are not just some, some face, face powder and wig. You are supposed to be a kingdom mover. Receive that anointing. 
Oh, I feel a presence in this, in this service. It's beautiful. Masatala Baba. The kingdom of heaven is like unto living. Which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal. Shokata. Say managing. Say managing. So the whole was living. The kingdom of heaven is not an unliving kingdom. The outcomes of our lives in the kingdom are not allowed to be unliving outcomes. Karadaba. Living is yeast. I said living is yeast. The, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom we are in, does not allow you to have outcomes and results and consequences that are just unliving, flat, short tobacco. Your effort is what makes things flat. But when the anointing enters, my God, I feel something. Shandon Dalaban. When the, when the anointing enters, you become supernatural. Supernatural. When the anointing enters, you take your place, your enviable place among men. And they look up. You are also a man. But what they don't know is that a power called living is backing you. A power called the Holy Ghost is backing you. Hear me again. In this kingdom, we don't allow unliving outcomes. That what we see is what your strength could produce. The church we see is what your abilities could produce. The marriage we see is what your ability could produce. The family we see is what your ability could produce. No! The family, the church, your business is also subject can be subject to another power called the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. And without it, you and an unbeliever, many Christians are not different from unbelievers. Many Christians are not different from unbelievers. The details of their lives are not different from the details of the lives of unbelievers. Same life. Same life, same life. Even sin. The sins in their life are the same as the sins in unbelievers. What the unbeliever cannot control himself, he also cannot control himself. Yes. Your unbeliever female friend in the class who has got three married men, you are also in the church in the choir, you also got three married men. So, class, three married men. Choir, three married men. Both are sis. Your unbeliever cousin is into pornography. You are also a believer. You are also in the church. You are also into pornography. It's almost like, it's like I, I said, the details of your life must show that another power is influencing you. It's called the living. The living. If you're a student, the living can enter. There's a chapter about how the Holy Ghost can, 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 can influence your intelligence, your intellect. Yes, your strength, even your physical strength. I'm praying that God will give me the grace to take you through this. But today, I'm talking about how the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit 
can influence your prayer life. How you can have a living prayer life. Say a living prayer life. I said a living prayer life. Kai, most Christians have got unleavened prayer life. Shanu kata. The Holy Spirit has not influenced their prayer life. Now, now, let me tell you this before I forget and move on. You, as a Christian, your Christianity, your spirituality, is indexed. That <laughs> it is pegged. Your, your spirituality... Your weight, your dry weight as a Christian, your dry weight, when we dry you and we weigh you, your stature, your, uh, your, your, your spiritual stature depends directly on how much of your communication with God is living. How you even communicate with God. Your spirituality is dependent on your communication with God. You can't say you are in a relationship with somebody you don't talk to. No, 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 no. Anybody I don't talk to, I don't read from, I think that the person doesn't like me. That's, not, that's the first assumption. The first assumption. I'm not on the person's mind. I'm not important to the person. That's it. You cannot profess a spiritual life when you and God don't communicate. You can't. Now, that communication with God can be dry and unleavened. Your prayer life, your prayer life can be dry without the input of the anointing, without the input of the Holy Spirit. You are praying, you are talking to God, but there is no dimension of it that is an input from the Holy Spirit. It's like your prayer life is separate from what the Holy Spirit is doing. But as a believer, your prayer life must be living by the Holy Spirit. Your prayer life must be influenced. And that influence is sweet. I want to share with you today why you need the sweet influences. Of the Holy Spirit. To help you to pray. Prayer is, a, is, is the main thing. Talking to God is the main thing. Anybody who had any spiritual impact on earth. Was somebody who had a very solid prayer life. Prayer life. Both living and dead. There is no man, living or dead, who is known to have had a certain impact 
on humanity. Who wasn't prayerful? There's no man in the kingdom of God. A man who had a very powerful impact. Who wasn't praying? You see, and what I have just said, what I have just said, takes my mind back to the first in the series I taught, where I, I, I shared with you that here also, in this world, people are using influences. Yes. That are earthly. Sensual. And devilish. There are people who have made great impact in this world who didn't have God. But they use demons, the influence of demons. Yes. The influence of spirits. Not everybody who is great became great through the influence of the Holy Spirit. They are major and mighty world leaders who use earthly wisdom to become great. No anointing. I mean, the person's announcement on the world's landscape was because of a speech he gave. Yes. He gave a speech. The way he spoke, that's all. I know one U.S. president, he gave a speech somewhere and that was it. They said, no, you, 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 you are going to be president. Yes. It began his career. It began his career just by how he spoke. So people have become great without God. People have become great with demonic powers. Yes. Demonic powers. There are people who are rich. There are people who are into certain areas of life, politics and so on, who, who, who consult mediums. You see that he's a man. He's standing on a political stage speaking. But just two days ago, he was being bathed at 12 midnight at the beach by a woman. Yes. A wealthy man. He, he, he's waving the political flag. But two nights ago at midnight, a woman was batting him. Naked. People are using things, oh. Opana. As you are there, you won't pray, and your prayer is just on living the prayer life. Just dry. Just dry. And your classmate sitting by you writing the exam. I mean, even the chair he's sitting on, he, he has made some incantations. <laughs> the pen, the pen he's using to write, he has. He, he, he has, he has put the pen in some powder. And you are just sitting there. You don't pray. You have come to write physics. Ten fingers. Great things are not accomplished with ten fingers. Or oh, I said great things are not accomplished with ten fingers. And, and I'm saying to you that your prayer life, your prayer life must be, it, it, it must concern you. 
that the Holy Spirit is not in charge of your prayer life. Yes. Otherwise, you might as well go to a malam. You might as well go to some juju man because in this life, you can't make it without an influence. That's why most people are unliving. Most lives, you see, are unliving lives. Most people, even in the church, pastors, most people, most churches are unliving. It's just normal, dry. The pastor's phlegmatism is what he's using to build the church. The pastor's cholerism is what he's using to build the church. The husband's phlegmatism is what has rendered the family poor. Most people are unliving. Most people are unliving. Few people are influenced. Few people are, 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 are having great achievements which are influenced. And those influences, not all of them are God. There are earthly influences, there are sensual influences, and there are devilish influences. Kasula Bayanda. If you are going to politics, you must, you, you must answer that question. Whether you are going there with God or you are going there with demons. Yes. Whether you are going there with the power of God or you are going there with beads around your waist. Beads. You are a man. You are wearing beads. I've seen one before. I've seen one. I've seen a picture. My church member. Yes. My church member. His wife took the picture and showed it to me. He said, look at my husband. He's sleeping. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, it's not true. A man. Sleeping with... I said, I'm not an 80-year-old man. I'm a young man. In my short life, I've so far I've lived. I've seen things. The wife brought me the picture. Her husband was sleeping. And that green, yellow, red, and black beads. A man wearing beads. You see there. And all of them, their end... Is fatal. Devastation. Disasters. But those who know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Those who trust their, their God, those who trust the Lord, I said, those who trust the Lord, they, 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 they wage great wars and, 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 and enjoy great conquests. Your prayer life. Better, better wake up. Because the people you are competing with are using different yeasts. The people around are using different yeasts. Yes. The people that your beloved, a girl is coming for her. And that girl, ha, the influence is using a super influence. It's not you, you with, your, with your auntie's wig you are using, a wig you iron. A wig you iron, you are using it to chase a guy or to follow a guy or to beloved those a guy that a girl who uses powder from a fetish priest is approaching him. Kadabraka, different yeast. You don't pray. You sit there. When the prophet is praying from 3.30, you sleep and wake up at 8 o'clock and you join the prayer. You wait. You will get the result of the input you make in your life. Shota Mahandalaba. Kenisto Marianda Zika Shoma Dalababa Lababa. I don't know why I'm not able to move from this place. I can't move. I can't move on. 
I wish I could move on. But I'm just saying to you that people with other influences are around you. Coming to destroy your marriage. Coming to destroy your family. Coming to, dis- coming to scatter your family. You sit there and think that life is just like everybody is unliving. You sit there. You meet somebody. You won't believe that this is a human being. That's why you must listen to me. Because your prayer life, which is the source of your power on this earth, the source of your power, waging war against devils, waging war against entities, waging war against the enemy, waging war against the things that are seeking to enforce ancestral patterns on your life. That what happened to your great-grandfather should happen to your son. Nothing is normal. You sit there and be combing your hair to the left. Why you need why why do you need the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit to help you to pray? Number one, you need the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit to, to pray because it's not easy to talk to somebody you can't see. And when you pray, you are talking to a God you can't see. Talking to God is different from talking to your friend that you can see. Hey, Charlie, how? Charlie, how be? Charlie, you get some, you get some fiber for there. I won't go buy some, uh, some house of cocoa. Oh, oh, make you get, make you get cry. Charlie, how? So, so tonight, how? Oh, I go come there. You are talking to a person you can see. You are, you are, you are talking to a person you can see. Praying is not like that. You are just there. You are just there. And in fact, one of the habits of God Isaiah 45. Look at it. One of the habits. God has habits. Verse 15 of Isaiah 45. Verily, thou art a God that hidest thyself. Zona Gadaba. The person you are talking to when you wake up at dawn, the man you are talking to, the God you are talking to, has hidden himself. There is nothing like God is at Zongo Junction standing there. I'm here, come, whosoever. Those who seek him, seek. That's why Hebrews 12 says, He that cometh to God, 11, must, must know that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is not somebody like, like, oh, I was passing by and I said hello. No. To see God, you should have, you should have dug a tunnel. To see God, you should have flown 30,000 miles high. To see God, you are joking. He hides. So, so, if you are talking to somebody, can you imagine me standing here now? now, And I'm talking to Francis. And I can't see him. Hello, Francis, how? In fact, it, it's even madness. Um, I came to your house yesterday. Oh. So how, how are things? I hear you were not well. Wow. And, and I mean, it's like, you are alone talking. After 4 minutes, 28 seconds, you will stop. You will stop. You are in your room talking to a God. You can't see. 
Father, we thank you. Father, we th- you have spoken away. You have spoken tree. You have added gun hymns. You have de- and still, it's like, it's, like, it's like you are just in your room talking. There must be another power fueling your prayer for you to pray for two hours. What our prophet does at the flow prayer meeting is a supernatural anointing you, you must plug into. Masatala Baba. Mayanda. Praying to a God you can't see. Why, why is God? Why is God? And he does that so that those who eventually encounter him would have deserved that encounter. Yes. Yes. Because uh, he advised us. It is his advice. He came to advise us. We are on earth and he came from heaven. And his advice was that we must not cast our pearls before swine. That, like, don't give precious things to pigs. Otherwise, they will destroy it and turn and come for you yourself and tear you up. If he is advising us not to give expensive things to pigs, do you think he, what is more expensive than God? You think he will give himself to just passers by, casual browsers, canal folk? Most people haven't found God. Most people haven't found him. Because to find him, you need engines. Those who encountered God needed engines. What we call Christianity is a church attendance for many people. 99.99 is just church going. Hardly it's rare to find today a Christian who is doing something because a verse in the Bible places an injunction on her. Never! Never to find a brother who is not doing something because the Bible doesn't allow it. I like it, but the Bible doesn't allow it, so I won't do it. It's rare. It's rare. Because you need more than just a desire to pray. A desire to pray has never given anybody a prayer life. You must, your prayer life must be anointed. Zechariah chapter 10. Chapter 12. Zechariah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank God. Shota Bayanda. Yes. And I'll pour verse 10 of Zechariah 12. It just came to my spirit and I just felt as you share. I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirits. The spirits of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon whom upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. I'm taking my time to preach to you. I'm taking my time, baby. 
I said, I'm taking my time, baby. Yes. The spirit to pray, you need the spirit. There are many spirits in the Bible. One of them is called the spirit of supplications. And it is poured on people. Receive your spirit of supplication based on the intensity of your hunger. If you're not hungry, you just talk to God. Most people pray for three minutes because you are talking to a God you can't see. Yes. It's not easy to just be there for five days in a room talking to a God you can't see. You must have something more than what the ordinary person has. Number two, you need the influence of the Holy Spirit to pray because it's not easy to talk to somebody who does not say anything back. <laughs> yes. It's quiet. Anything you say the Lord said is just your imagination and uh, based on what you ate. But if, if it's banku, then you hear things about the weather and so on. If it's rice, then it's about relationships. If it's, if it's fried plantain, then it's about business. Okay. A God who... What is he saying? You can go and wait on God for seven days and not hear. Most of what people are saying they heard from God is the food they have eaten, movies they have watched. Especially dreams. It's expensive to hear from God. You need the engine of the anointing to hear that said the Lord. What are you talking about? First Corinthians says there are many kinds of voices. A lot of voices are speaking. The voice of your mind, the voice of your flesh, the voice of your body, the voice of your past, the voice of your friend, the vo- even some of the voices you think are originally from you. You, you won't believe that it is something you heard 15 years ago. The mind, it's very complex. God is not the type who just talks plenty. Never, never. He only speaks once and you must hear twice. I said, He only speaks once and you must hear twice. You must hear three times. You must hear. God doesn't talk by heart. God doesn't talk by heart. And so, for you to hear Him, to really say, I heard the voice of God, you must be very, very anointed because even demons are speaking to us in the name of God. It's called the angel of light. Satan himself, he appears in white shorts. He appears in white shorts as an angel of light. Meanwhile, it's not the one. It's not a small thing. You must, you must allow the Spirit of God to fuel your prayer life. The Holy Ghost. You yourself must be a lover of the presence of God. You must be a lover of the power of God. You must be a lover of, of God, of God himself. To be able to say that the anointing is filling your prayer life. Most of what people are calling prayer is just, is just talking. Talking. 
When David was praying, he held God and he shook God. He said, don't be silent. Psalm 35. Psalm 35. Verse 22. This thou hast seen, O Lord. Keep not silence, O Lord. Be not far from me. Don't be silent because God, he doesn't talk by heart. Because he knows you. You are a wicked person. This is David. Don't be silent. Please say something. Please say something. I've been waiting on you for three days. I can't hear anything. Please don't be because his, 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 his nature is not just to hide himself, but to be silent so that those who one day will hear him would have paid the price because you cannot throw expensive things at idiots. Nobody throws expensive things at fools. God is expensive. The spirit is expensive. He's not something cheap. He's never cheap. He's always likened to a treasure in a field. Those who eventually find him, really found him. You heard God what? God told you that girl is the one you must marry? God said you must go to America? God, you mean God said that's the man you must marry? Kai, it's your impatience, it's your carnality, it's your wickedness, and it's... I can't find the words. If you can help you, just type the comments there and give me some words. It's not a small thing to talk to a God who doesn't talk back. Because his words are very precious. To hear him, you got to pay, baby. You got to pay. You can't just relax in your room on Facebook and WhatsApp and you're also praying. And so you heard the Lord say that you must start a church. Stupid boy. Stupid boy. You are praying. He carry up and you are watching Facebook. In my young daddy, you go to TikTok and Instagram. In Maria, but the one you finish after 45 minutes, God says you must go and start a church. I'm, I'm very sorry. The words I want to use, uh, they're they, they not for the microphone. It's not like that. It's not like that. You pray. You pray. The anointing. The Holy Spirit takes over. So as you are in the room, you can't see God. But you, are, you, you, you have been elevated into a higher plane. Yes, the, the, you see, the world is full of planes. There are planes. Planes. And if God doesn't come down, you got to go up. And you must be spiritual to enter the spirits. You must be spiritual to enter the spirits. 
That's why in Revelation chapter 4, when John in chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, he heard the Spirit saying to him, write these to the seven churches. Great revelations, great messages, great warnings. And he wrote all of them in chapter 4, verse 1. The voice, that voice now sounded like a trumpet. And the voice said, come up higher. Come up higher. Come up higher. It's not a small thing. You must be spiritual. You should have heard God in a certain way before you hear that you must come up. Come up where? Most people are outside the door. Shanu handakata. Most people are outside the door. I'm telling you. Most people are outside the door because not many are prepared to pay the price of spirituality, of knowing God, of being spiritual, of being close to the Holy Spirit, of being, uh, of being subject to the dictates of the Holy Spirit. He speaks and you just rubbish him. He speaks and you just, oh, nonsense. Oh, And you expect to hear God? This morning, eh, if you didn't get any message at all, get this one right. God doesn't show up anywhere and everywhere. And God doesn't talk all the time. Never. If God speaks five times to you, Really, it is once he spoke, then you heard it five times. His words are very precious. They are not for a carnal person like you. You don't love God. You only come and sit in front of your phone, watching what they are. Somebody, you asked, somebody gave you money to buy airtime. I said, somebody gave you money, three Ghana, to buy airtime. Meanwhile, two nights ago, you spent ten Ghana cities on pornography. Nobody gives you money to watch pornography. But we have to give you five Ghana to come online to watch a service. All that is left of you is what your ancestors have planned. I said, what is left of you is what your ancestors have planned. All that is left of you is what life has for you. There, there is nothing in you that removes a roadblock. Any roadblock you meet, you will stop. But they that wait on the Lord are removers of barriers and roadblocks and they defy ancestral patterns. Don't joke with God. Don't joke with God. If we don't give you money, you won't come online. Like those days, remember those days? If you don't bring a bus to your area, you won't come to church. You continue. 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 That way. I'm preaching. I'm giving you one last point and then we'll close for today. It's a, it's a nice Sunday morning. It shouldn't be too hot. You need the influence of the Holy Spirit to pray because you don't know what to pray for. You don't know, I'll tell you. 
You don't know what to pray for. Romans 8 and 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself, the Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit, not the intelligence, not the mind, not the might, the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which we cannot even utter. Gaduma Zandala Baba. We know not what we should pray. Kanasata. You don't just pray anyhow. You are broke, so you pray for money. You are having feelings in your waist. So you pray for a beloved. You don't have accommodation. So you pray for accommodation. It's not like that. No. No. When Christ was on the cross, he didn't pray for the nails to be removed. He was rather praying for forgiveness for the people down there. So forgive them. There was no connection between what he was going through at that time and the prayers he was praying. None of them. You don't know what to pray. You don't know. The fact that you don't have money doesn't mean you must pray for money. Because you may be a fool. And you pray for God's wisdom. Shadaba. The fact that you don't have a beloved, you don't have a wife, you don't have a husband, doesn't mean you must pray for a woman. Because you may be an idiot. Hard-hearted, stubborn, stubborn. The power of God can't break through to you. The word of God can't break through to you. No pastor can talk to you. No word can exhort you. No warning can have its way through you. You are a stubborn idiot. You need a wife, you pray for a woman. You don't do that. You ask yourself, why am I in this condition? How did I get here? And a still small voice will tell you, you are a canal Christian. Join yourself to Mary. She will help you. Join yourself to Pastor Michael. He will help you. You don't know. A lot of prayers are rubbish prayers. A lot of what people are praying, if you go to the gardens, you go to Aria Mountains, Aria or Aria or whatever, Aria Mountains, useless prayers. Few people pray. The Bible calls it, you pray amiss. You miss the targets. Sanaka. Samalata. Because to know what to pray about, you don't use logic. You, you don't use weather patterns. You need the Holy Spirit to drop in you inside of your inside. Ha! For we know not. We don't know what to pray about. <laughs> 
We don't know. But the Spirit itself, that's what the Bible is saying. When you wake up at 4 o'clock to pray, what do you pray about? You should be able to lie down and wait on God for a prayer topic. <laughs> you don't read your Bible. You want to know what to pray. You are not spiritual. You don't know what to pray. Turn your Bible. Let me, let me give you a last verse. We need to close. Our time is up. Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28. Glory to God. Proverbs 28. Are you there? Proverbs 28. And I'm reading from verse number 9. Verse 9. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be abomination. Uh, you know forget about what people are calling Christianity settle down and understand the rules of engagement church attendance is not Christianity joining a church is not it's like, joining a church is like joining a Krahatu folk fan club settle down and know what it means to walk with God Your prayer is an abomination when you don't respect the law of God. That's what we we just read. You don't read your Bible. You don't obey the Bible. God's word is not important to you. You are not not interested in what God has to say. You are just living your life and then you just just take a bottle of pure water and then you are going to Achia Mountains. Meanwhile, you have duped somebody in Accra. Your business partner is finding you. Is looking for you. Somebody has given you money to produce some goods. You have not produced it. You are in Achia Mountains with a bottle of water. Is it Achia or Achia? You think God is a fool? You are the fool. You are the fool. God is not the fool. People don't want to take their time and walk with God with uprightness, with piety. People don't want to take their time to know. I mean, what am I doing? God is not a rascal. God is not a ragamuffin. You can't steal in Accra and go to Atria Mountains to go and pray. For who? For what? To talk to who? To talk to who? You turn your ear from the commandment, from the law. Your prayer is an abomination. That is... Your life is not guided by God's law, then forget it. I said, forget it. There's nothing you are doing because of the law of God. The law, the law. 
The law says I must do this. I'm doing like how in Ghana, the law says you must wear a face mask in town. See, everybody is wearing it. And you too, as a Christian in the church, the law of God says I must serve him. I must support his work. I must win a soul. What is it you are doing that is because of a law of God? You get up, you are praying at dawn. I wish you would. I don't want to say it in the microphone. Your prayer. Any, listen to me. Anybody listening to me who has no respect for God's law. That's why I, I, I like what Christ said in John 14. He said, He that hath the commandments to have it. Some don't even want to bother to know to have it. But he that hath my commandments and doeth them. He it says that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. Shanasu Mahandalababa. Yes. You are claiming ignorance. Because you will not even read your Bible every day. If you read one verse every day in one year you would have come into contact with 365 verses. You would know some, some law of God. I'm asking you again. Which law? Law of God governs your life as you are standing there. As you are sitting there in your air-conditioned living room. Which law? Tell me. Comment on it. That I'm doing this and that because the law of God or I'm, I, 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 I've stopped doing this because the law of God doesn't allow me. Which law? Forget about praying. Forget it because your prayer is an abomination to God. Just lift your two hands and just pray. Lift your two hands and just, just pray. Next week, next week we will continue. Shani Loma Remaza Taliandala Zemanulima Mariandasta Shema Shema Daliandalaba Lama Mama Influence my prayer life, Lord. Influence my prayer life, Lord. Influence my prayer life, Lord. Samiandosta influence my prayer life Lord oh God influence my prayer life Lord Sanandilimo Sandalababa Rei Kadizo Manda Moshe Kadimosa Kadimosa Lemi Onde Molandibosama We thank you We thank you We thank you just morning i sense in my heart there's somebody whose whose heart is 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 this yearning for god yearning to have god yearning to know god and i want to say pastor please pray with me before you end the service that's exactly what i want to do i want you to just Lift your hands. You can kneel down. Whatever you want to do. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. 
of salvation. That Christ will come into your life and make you a brand new person. That's what God has called me to do. Bow your heads and let's pray. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for your word. I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me. I've done many bad things. I've disobeyed you. I've gone far from you. And I'm dirty. I'm very dirty. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. That flows from the cross. Today, I declare, I am born again. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Lord, for this great salvation. Thank you for a new life. I will save you, I will love you, and I will follow you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. God bless you.